just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. So gin and tonics tonight. They're delightfully summery. They are. There's light and crisp and just a little hint of booze, mm-hmm. which is what I like in my summers. Light and crisp with a hint of booze. With a hint of booze. Oh. Uh, yeah, we got a break in super hot weather. Today was yes. beautiful. It was great. Highs in the like upper 70s moderate humidity yeah it was like living in i don't know washington i don't think i left the house until like <laughs> seven o'clock though, so it it was great mm-hmm. but it's it's nice so and i gotta go uh out camping starting tomorrow so yes you're gonna uh our other two kids left for camping yesterday they're mm-hmm. gone all week and then you're camping with our youngest and you'll be gone for like four days yep so i'll be by myself for like Three and a half days. Yeah. Maybe so. three days. That'll be all right. Yeah. That'll be fine. I haven't been by myself in like five years. That'll be great. Yeah. I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped about like, it. Like, I am, I am spoiled for choice. I'm like, what should I do? Should I, like, do a project? Should I, like, just take a bunch of bubble baths and read a book? Like, what do I, I want? I think I'll be that second thing. What do I want to do? You're like, I was thinking about going for a hike. I'm like, okay. Like, I, you do that. I hike every day at lunch. When I work in the office. So I hike three days a week, two miles, like, which I mean, two miles isn't amazing, but you know. Yeah. It's not nothing. But you know, if I was you. I know. I know. But you know, there is some like, just life admin I still have to do. Like, I still have to do dishes, otherwise the kitchen will smell. Not if you never (laughs) eat in the house. I mean, that's assuming that the kitchen magically gets cleaned tomorrow, which it might not because, yeah, you know, I got, I got some shit to do. You guys, you got other stuff to do. So that's yeah. fine. So it'll be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to being outside, just turning off my phone. You should have some pretty nice weather, at least for the first should. couple of days. I should. I should. Let's hope. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed on that. Yes, indeed. So we'll see how that goes. But... I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully it works out. Hopefully I come back just fine mm-hmm. and everything's good. But we'll see. That's that's my whole thing with camps. I have kind of this unfair reputation for not doing well outside mm-hmm. at camps. I do fine. It's just usually the circumstances conspire against me. Right. I mean, like, you're like, there's a tornado, guys. We need to go back because tornado. And people are like, oh, Adam just well, can't hack it. And you're like, it's a tornado. Like... I lived outside for years. <laughs> like, like I've I've been summer camp staff. I've been summer camp staff. Like sleeping on floors. Like it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, but like I'm not messing with tornado warnings no. in a tent. No. no, no, and I've I've done that. I've <laughs> had to call several camping trips because of impending tornado. I mean, warnings. it's just because we only camp uh, in the like, spring. Spring, summer, and, and fall. Summer and fall. Oh, yeah. If we would winter camp, 
Maybe there wouldn't be as many tornadoes. No, you know why I don't want to camp? It's real cold. It's real cold, and I don't want to. So I, I pay good money to live indoors mm-hmm. during the cold months. So it's true. It's true. Here we are. But yeah. it, it should be really fun. Should be fun. Should be fun. I'm looking forward to you camping. I am too. That'll be good. We also watched a movie. We did watch a movie. Which is exciting. It's going to be hard to podcast about this movie because we both kind of liked it. This this movie had no right to go as fucking hard as it did. <laughs> so that's that's a whole thing. But yes, uh, the movie we watched is Sing 2. Mm-hmm. So that was... That was fun. The, st- the star-studded sequel of Sing 1. It really is. There's some... This is pulling down some legit names. Well, so Sing 1 uh, mm-hmm. was already star-studded. And then for Sing 2, you're like, oh, now we need some more characters. They also have to... Everyone on the screen is famous. Like, any voice that comes out of any person is famous. <laughs> yeah. There's like zero just, you know, run-of-the-mill character actors. You're like, oh, this guy was on screen for a minute. You're like, oh, that's Pharrell. And you're like, cool. Cool. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, this minor character. Yeah. And making his debut as a voice actor is, of course, Bono. Mm -hmm. I would say Bono. Is it Bono? That's a very unfortunate name. Well, he's Bono, I think. But (laughs) I don't know. It's fine. I mean, Bono, if you're listening, tell us if we're pronouncing your name wrong. You're welcome in our bedroom to come correct me. What's so, his name? Sean? Paul Hewson? Paul. Paul. Paul Hewson, if you're listening. Right. I know yeah. how to pronounce Paul. If you went by Paul, yeah, I wouldn't no have questions. pronounced it wrong. And also, like, I'll point out The Edge has an easy to pronounce name because it's a <laughs> word. Because it's a word. Like, yes. If you're going to make up a name. Right. That's true. That's true. Madonna, Prince, Cher, mm-hmm. all these people have... Easily easily pronounceable names. Yeah, and then there's Bono. Bono. <laughs> Bano? <laughs> I don't know. Free vowel variation is a bitch. It is, it is. English, if you could pick a lane, <laughs> we'd appreciate it. Truly. Because truly. that word could go either which way. So it opens with a red curtain with the Universal logos in front, like the old school, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, musicals. Yes. And the curtain parts, and we meet Elephant. Um, uh, the elephant is Mina. Mina. Yeah, and she is running through the woods, scared. Mm-hmm. Tense music plays. Yes. Uh, and she, like, trips and falls into a cave, and there's, like, glow worms, and then there's, like, a little door, and I'm like, oh, I see where we're going with this. Right, and then the, the door gets bigger, and then she steps through it, and Boom. The, the the rabbits are playing guitar, and it's a Alice in Wonderland to Prince's Let's Go Crazy. Right. It's an Alice in Wonderland-themed musical rendition of, uh, yeah, of Prince's Go Crazy. Ain't gonna let the elevator bring us down. Oh, no. Let's go. Like, it's yes. a whole thing. The, the whole thing. Um, and it's... Really well done. Like, beat for beat, they did a good job of, like, matching the lyrics to what's going on. Like, yeah. um, It's just, there's, the, the pig is the Cheshire cat, the gorilla is the Mad Hatter. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, of course, a theater production. They're at the theater that was the end of Sing One. It's been rebuilt after the events of Sing One. Yes. 
Because it kind of sort of... It was destroyed, act, like, the end of Act 3. Yeah, that was pretty late, and then mm-hmm. they they figured it out. But, um, the crowd's going wild. It's just this whole shindig. But Moon is backstage, and he's freaking out because there's, like, a critic, like... Watching. Watching. Uh, and she's, like, a critic agent, like... Yeah, she's not, like, gatekeeper. the... The person she's not the decision maker, mm-hmm. but she's the person who feeds the decision maker. Uh, yeah, her best opinion. Her, yeah. So she goes out and she finds the best acts, and then says, "You need to go you and audition go yeah. for Mister Crystal, who we'll find out is the mm-hmm. um, is the decision maker." But she's watching the first act, and she's just kind of you know whatever. She's like, you know, paying attention. She's like smiling and whatever. And then she gets up and leaves before the second act. And Moon has to like chase her down and be like, what's going on? She's In the like, lobby. She's like, oh, it was cute. You did fine. And like keeps walking. He's like, no, no. Like, tell me what's going on. She's like, you know, I just don't. Do you want me to be honest? And he's like, yes, be as honest as you want to be. And she's like, because people say that and they don't want me to be honest. And she's, yeah. And she's, he's like, no, I can take it. Give it to me. And she's like. You don't have the right stuff. You're not good enough. To make it. You'll never make it. I don't think she ever says they're not good enough. Uh, she says they don't have the right stuff. Yeah, you don't You don't have what, what we're it looking takes. for. Yeah. You don't have... You, the, I, she, I noticed in the moment, I don't think she says anything about the quality of the production. Right, like, look, this is great. You have a great... You have a great uh, whatever, but you're not what we're looking for. You'll, you're, you won't... Some, something about, like, how they couldn't handle... Mm-hmm. They couldn't handle they it. They can't handle it. Mm-hmm. And so she leaves, and Moon is kind of, like, shaken by that, but then decides he's going to, like, bike down and catch her and and get her to listen to him. Right, and she's in a cab. Right. Like, he, he is biking after a cab. As a koala, which is impressive. Some, ti- some tiny feet. Uh, he catches up and they kind of yell at each other through the window, but then she tells the cabbie to lose this koala and he like turns off and Moon goes straight ahead and like launches himself into the canal and everybody's like, oh no! And then he like floats up on the back of a whale who's got like this little like knit hat on. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, okay. And then the whale blows his blowhole and Moon like shoots off into the distance. Right. So he's got to go back to the to the show. All wet and defeated. The show is still going on. Yeah, because like she left in the middle of you know the towards the end of the first act. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Yellow Brick Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is playing as he's doing this. He goes back, dries himself off with like the hand dryer in the bathroom, and like mm-hmm. just turns into a giant puffball, and ends up like going up to hide in his office. And that's where Nana comes in, the sheep. Mm-hmm. And she's like, how'd it go? And he's like, so we, we don't have a shot. We're not going to make it. And she's like, oh, well, you tried. You failed. I guess you got to get up now. He's like, I'm not giving up. She's like, oh, you know, you've hit your peak. It's fine. A lot of people don't get this high. Like, real passive aggressive with him. But that's what, that's what he... That's what Nan. That's what Nana does. Like that, he. Yeah. She knows that that's what uh, Mr. Moon needs. Mm-hmm. She doesn't give him the pity party that he kind of wants. Mm-hmm. He thinks he wants. She just kind of, you know, gives him just the amount of encouragement and just the way he needs it to not be able to sleep that night right. and wake up with a really stupid and, plan. And then be like, "We're gonna, we're gonna get this." Uh, you know who Nana is voiced by? 
Who's that? Jennifer Saunders, who's um, one part of Absolutely Fabulous. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> so, um, he since he can't sleep, he wakes up and he goes to this, like, club. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called Rick's Club, and our porcupine friend is playing there, Ash. Oh, yeah, Ash. Uh, and she's, like, doing this, like, punk rock thing with, mm-hmm. like, a sequencer and a drum machine. So, like, there's a lot of genre she, blending. And right, she's the only performer, but she's, like, looping things, and she, you know. Yeah. The she's song, making it work. The song, by the way, is called Off With Your Head. Off With Your Head. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, Dance Till You're Dead. Your head. Yeah, something like that. Which would have been a great song for the Alice in Wonderland program. Yes. But uh, they they didn't, for whatever reason. So, um, Moon walks up. He's like, hey, remember how you said you'd come back if it was the right moment? She's like, yeah. He's like, it's the right moment. She's like, I don't know if you got to pick that. Uh, but as he's making his pitch, she gets totally stiffed on her check. She's mm-hmm. like, how much? You, how come you're paying me half? What uh, what you said you'd pay me? And what the other actor getting? getting? She's like, the dude's a alligator. He's like, I pay you what you're wor- what I think you're worth. He's like, yeah, I'm done with dudes that tell me what I'm worth. Later, let's go, Moon. Right. Turns out this is the perfect time to like bounce. Like I'm punk as shit. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Deuces high. Deuces. She walks out with with. But the... also, she keeps the check. Like she doesn't rip yeah. it up in a like. You know, I always uh thought that was a really interesting you didn't pay me enough i'm gonna rip up your check and you're like no i'm gonna i'm gonna keep your check i'm just never gonna work for you again yeah i'm just done so she bails leaves the leaves the encore doesn't do an encore Mm -hmm. and leads the uh the club owner there to pick up the pieces of whatever happens there right and you gotta do an encore the crowds are gonna like riot and she's like oh that's on you man should have paid me for the whole performance i guess um, so we go to the bus station. Yes. Moon's got the whole crew and like a box of supplies and they're all having second thoughts about going to this audition mm-hmm. about how maybe it's... Where did they learn where the audition was? Moon just basically got them to the bus station. Okay. I was like, we're going to go... I think they understand it's at, um, Red Shores, Red Rock Shore... Red Rock Shore... Red Rock Shore Resort. City. City. Red Shore City. <laughs> I wrote it down. And so Red Shore City, uh, I think they all kind of know that, Mm. but they're all kind of freaking out about leaving. Okay. So, if it's supposed to be that, like, he sends his assistant to watch your show, and then the assistant invites you to audition, Mm -hmm. would you let everyone in the town know where and when auditions were happening? Would you not expect any riffraff? I think there's... I'm not sure. Like, I think he just kind of figures out some things. Oh. Because you're going to, they kind of have to break in later. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. So, like, the riffraff part of that is somewhat contained, but, like, ineptly so. But they're all kind of having second thoughts when Rosita, Rosie, the pig? Yeah, Rosita the pig. She shows up. Voiced by Reese Witherspoon. Bless her. Shows up and is like, listen, my husband is watching the kids for the next 48 hours. So. We do this now? now or we never do it again. Get your butts on the, like, she totally mom voices. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't have time for this bullshit. Like, get on the bus. And they're like, yes, ma'am. And they all get on the bus. And so they're going to Red Shore City 
and rehearsing and running through the the show on the back of the bus and figuring it all out. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. You know, yeah. like, it's a cute little I mean, montage. It's, it's the show that they were doing, you know, like, the Alice in Wonderland Prince show. And, like, all the bus riders are there watching it, like, turned around on their seats watching them rehearse. And they're all, like, enthralled because, you know, the power of art and music. Right. Honestly, it's true. Also, if you're on a bus ride for, like, 12 hours on a red eye and you've got something to do, God right. bless. Only if your phone's dead. Everyone would be like, phone, phone, like. Yeah, I'm not even paying attention. Mm-hmm. So they get to Red Shore City, and it's basically Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like, lots of glitz, lots of glam, lots of signs, Lots of fountains. Lots of, uh, like, amusement park ride, like, roller coasters and stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And, like, concerts. And... Yeah, there's concerts everywhere. There's, like, all these posters for, like, all of these, like, vaguely familiar, like... Famous. Famous actors or singers. But they're all animals. Mm-hmm. Except there's one blatant sign for Jewel. And I'm like... Is she, like, in this? Is she, like, one of the... You're like, uh, doesn't see? It's, she's not in the cast list, so... So, who knows? She might have been hiding, or she might have been, like, a writer or something. I don't know. But yeah. She, uh... Yeah, and they don't even, like, reimagine her as some kind of, like, parrot. I don't know. I guess. I. But anyway. Yeah. Um. They go to the talent company, and they're like, hey, we're here for the shows. And like, where's your invitation? And they're like, ah, well, we don't really have one. We, we just, lost like, it in the mail? Yeah, you're out. Like, no. Kick them to the curb. So, their plan is that they hide in the storage closet. They realize the employee of the month is also an elephant. So, they're like, Mina. They put her in his uniform and have her drive, like, the floor Zamboni buffer machine. Mm-hmm. And when they get to, um, you know, like, they all hide behind this buffer and go into the access. The thing that I'm confused about is... She has, like, an access card. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? Maybe it was in the pocket of his uniform. I, that seems like, like very bad security. It is very bad security, but it does happen. I guess. You're like, we had, uh, at my last uh, place of work, uh, protection people had uniforms, and a lot of times people would leave, like, uh, their badge in their uniform, <laughs> and then it would get washed, and it wouldn't work anymore. Bummer. But anyway, so they, they get past the receptions barely, take the elevator up to the top floor, and the t- elevator opens, and everybody turns to look, and it's all these little different acts all mm-hmm. around the room, and Moon's like, everybody mop. And so they just start mopping the floor like they're... Around, you know, yeah. Around, kind of headed towards one corner. And they all kind of get there, and as they do that, like, the security comes to the top floor, runs out, and, like, slips and falls. Mm-hmm. It's very funny, because, you know, mopping, right? Right, right. So they get backstage and they're just kind of watching through the curtain this parade of acts. This is where it's like, oh, uh, we played five seconds of every song. Yes. And it's good. It is good. It's a good montage of um, like vaudeville uh talent show shenanigans. Yeah. But also like songs you might recognize. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, and... We see there's a wolf, and this is Crystal, Mr. Mm-hmm. Crystal. And he has got the big red buzzer that he's just killing Axe. Next, next, next. And, yeah. And just burns through all the Axe. He's not impressed. There's a, I mean, there's a, like, abracadabra, like, uh, magic show. Magic show. There, my very favorite one uh, was, I don't know what she is, like, maybe like a snake. 
or something, and she has, like, big, long, billowy hair and, like, a wind machine and, like, very dramatic lighting, and it's just the intro to Hello. Hello. <laughs> Next. By, by Adele. It's just like... <laughs> uh, there's, like, roller skating flamingos, which he's kind of, like, into for a minute, and then, uh, like... Cake by the ocean. Cake by the ocean. Yeah, some roller skating, like, hyper uh, psychedelic... Flamingos. Yeah, they're not pink at all. They're well, yeah. I think there's some are. There's some pink, but there's like lots of other colors. So it's a lot of fun. Um and he buzzes all of the the or crystal ballot buzzes them all away, and then sees Moon looking through the thing. He's like, You, you're next. And he's like, Me? Yeah, you get out here. Yeah, stop wasting my time. Let's do this. So he gets out and um Production-wise, all of the other acts did so much more. He is, like, five five people standing there, like, you yeah. know, just next to each other. So other people had, like, sets and lights and, you know, a whole thing. They start, and he just immediately buzzes. He's like, yeah, no. Um, but Moon doesn't leave. The whole crew just stands there. And he's like, we have this other story about a, a space sci-fi thing. So Gunther kind yeah. of, like, interrupts them and is like, we should do the space odyssey thing! And he's like, what? I yeah. love I love sci-fi. Like, people are into sci-fi. What, what's up with that? Yeah, and he's like, and he mentions Clay Calloway. Mm-hmm. And Wolf is like, I love Clay Calloway. He's amazing. He's like, yeah, yeah, we use uh, we use a Clay Calloway song in this. It's It's great. Like, how did you get him to agree to work on that? And Moon's just like, we're not talking about that. Is he in this? He's like, yeah, baby. Yeah, is he like a personal friend? And you're like, I, I mean, like, do you have a personal connection? That guy's been a recluse for like 15 years. And he's like, I mean, how else would this happen? <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't say anything incriminating or He doesn't wrong, say anything untrue. But he but definitely says... Let's him believe what he needs him to believe. Yes. Um, but as they're like right before that, they improv part of the space opera thing, mm-hmm. and they use um, where the streets have no name, right? And it's in like five part harmony, like it's, it's a cappella. It's gorgeous. They did a really good job I'm on gonna, this song. I'm gonna say something, mm-hmm. and I know there's one of our listeners who's mad at me for it. Okay, okay, and I, you know who you are. <laughs> streets have no name. Still haven't found what I'm looking for. Hands down, some of the best pieces of music put down. Mm-hmm. Joshua Tree, the album. Joshua Tree is a solid album. Is Are there any like real clunkers? Sometimes you get albums and you're like, Red Hill Mining Town isn't quite great. Yeah, and you're like, ooh, I I fast forward through this part. Like. But like, it's one of those albums that you look at and you're just like, well, what song would you cut? Mm-hmm. And it's hard to say because it's just that's so good. There, yeah. Sometimes there are just albums when you're like, "Oh shit, all of these are bangers." Yeah, like, <laughs> and then and then there are others where you're like, "I mean, I don't love every song, but like there are like four or five really really good songs. Like that that's worth it." But sometimes you have an album and you're like, "Oh, the only song I liked is like the song I heard on the radio from this album." And the rest of this album is trash. Yeah. So, like, Joshua Tree... Okay, so here we go. Where the Streets Have No Name, mm-hmm. great song. Still haven't found what I'm looking for, fantastic song. With or Without You, mm-hmm. gosh, Bullet the Blue Sky? I'm here for it. I mean, here's where you lose me, but okay. Running to Stand Still. Sure. It's a good song. In God's Country, great song. 
trip through your wires is not solid. Uh-huh. It's fine. One Tree Hill's a good song. I'm Exit. only familiar with the teen soap opera. One Tree Hill? Yes. <laughs> well, it's been a great podcast, everyone. We're done now. Um, Exit and Mothers of the Disappeared. Like, it's a solid thing. I think I said Red Hill Mining Town. That's not that one. I was thinking mm-hmm. of uh, Through Your Waters. Okay. Um, but anyway, it's a great, pretty good, very good album. Um, but anyway, this is the first of U2 we hear in this. Mm-hmm. Also, U2. U2. They are as expensive as fuck. I mean... To get anything going with. Yes. Yes. Uh, this movie is well-funded. Yes, obviously. I, I really hope that, like, you know, Nick Kroll collected all of the checks. Yeah, well, there's also, I'm going to say, some corporate synergy going. Mm-hmm. Um, because Universal... It is owned by Universal, and they're like, we already own the music, we don't have to ask anybody. Well, I mean, they have to ask, probably, if they want to keep getting, be on good relationships with their artists. But mm-hmm. also, we'll pay you. Right. And also, um, how do I put this gently about you two? They're not scoring a lot of points with the youths. Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's not their target demographic. It's like... You're a dad band. They're like, a dad band now. You're not a boy band. You're a dad band. It's fine. You're it's, even like a, a grandpa band. You're a grandpa band. It's just who you are. You've you've been making music for 60 years. Right. You're old. You're, you're, you should not be the song of the youth. No. <laughs> but if you're like, hey, we're going to put you in this kid's movie, mm-hmm. maybe we'll get some pickup. Maybe they will continue to be fans. And maybe we'll see what happens. And so maybe it's a calculated break. But anyway, the wolf, um, wolf Crystal. Like super excited about this. He's like, I love Clay Calloway. If, if he is in this show, is in the show like... It's, I'm guaranteed to make money hand over fist. Let's do this. You've got three weeks. You've got three weeks. Holy shit, three weeks? You've got three weeks to put the whole show on. Yeah. Uh, here, I have people. I have money. Like. Oh, and by the way, if you fail on this, I'll just throw you off the fucking roof. Right. And he, and they're like, ha ha, that's so funny. And he's like, I'm not fucking joking. That's, that's literally. I'm a mob boss. So. So, there's that. Like some very high stakes for a children's film. <laughs> so we have a little montage of like the crew settling in, Nana finding out, everybody getting to their suite, which is like this giant palatial penthouse suite. Right. And um the German pig and Moon sitting down to kind of write this out, Gunther. Gunther, because it's all in Gunther's brain. And he's gotta get it out. And Gunther's brain does not run regularly scheduled trains right and they're like why can't i just change it all the time and they're like because we have to make this this show like if we don't if we are still writing the show while we're making the show that's terrible it's just a lot harder so we got to figure it out we got to get sets figured out the stage crew shows up like hey we're ready to talk to you about the set design and they're like yeah not yet and they just like slam the door on their face and they're like hmm this will be great. <laughs> this is going to be great. But also, like, whatever. I got paid to show up today. Like, I'm going to have a Slurpee and just, like, shoot the breeze for six hours. And I'm going to go home. It's a great like, union job, be- folks. Best fucking day ever. Yeah. Like, like, I don't care. They called me out. They got to pay me. Right. That's I'm it. here. Ready to work. Yep. So they all end up down at the theater eventually. Mm-hmm. An undisclosed amount of time later. 
and they're unveiling the the movie or the musical. Okay, so they make like a a pop up book, cardboard pop up book kind of thing, cardboard pop up book storyboard. Yep. To explain like this is what we're gonna do. Sure. And Rosita is an astronaut that's looking for like a famous explorer. The famous explorer is. Craig Calloway, mm-hmm. uh, whole bunch of planets, bunch of musical numbers on each one. Right, there's a one, planet two, three, of go. joy. There's a planet of war. There's a planet of like love. There's a planet of like I don't remember what else. Yeah, fear it's, maybe. I don't maybe know. I don't remember. There's a bunch of emotions. Yeah, it's it's kind of like hosts, but like through pop music. Yes. No, the planets. No, Jupiter, Jupiter, Jolly. Jolly. I mean, I definitely like war. Yes, yes. I mean, have I listened to it? Yes. Was it too long? And did I completely space out? Also, yes. Did I play it all in orchestra a few times? Yes. Yeah. I I never listened to you play it. No, because definitely knew me. I definitely uh, listened to other people I knew play it. Yeah, I mean... And by listened, I mean spaced out for yeah. like 45 minutes. It's a lot harder to space out while you're actually playing the song, <laughs> I will say. You have to be really good. You have to be really good to space out while you're playing. Or a violist. Like, because there are some <laughs> like, songs I'm where just, you're like... I'm just resting for 47 measures. <laughs> or you just like flip it and the movement, movement just says, tacit, which is a word for viola that is it means... just like, boop, take a note. Boop. Boop. No, tacit means you don't play. Oh, T A C I T. It's a. It means you're you're not appearing in this movement. You're like, why? Why am I even here, man? Well, you're in the next one, and yeah. you just can't. The problem is you can't like get up and take a break. And you come can't back. leave <laughs> unless you're a bass player because they're in the back. Right. Famously, bl- bass players have been known to sneak out and be caught in the pub next door. Right. Between, between movements. Well, movements are pretty long. They can be. If you time it right, and then mm-hmm. you get a drink, and you come back. That's amazing. Uh, but anyway, they've got a cast of dancers, um, and there's a battle scene for Johnny, and they bring in a choreographer a for famous him. famous choreographer. And they're like, you told me I was going to be in a fight scene. And he's like, it's more like a dance fight. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I know how to like fight fight, because uh, famously in Sing One, I come from a family of gangsters. Yeah, like... Like that—that's my—that's my upbringing, and I turned to music because I'm a rebel at heart. I kind of want the gorillas from the first film in this film mm-hmm. to like have their own Guy Ritchie film on the <laughs> side. Because first off, they're British. They are British. They are all British. But they have like a lower class London accent, which is great. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they feel like they should just be right. It's truly like a lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, like, like shenanigans, like. Yeah. Yes. This whole yes. thing. Like, you could remake that movie just with the gorillas from Sing. Mm-hmm. And I'd watch it. Okay. Um, Mona, or Mina, the elephant, she's scared because she's got the romance. Right. She she has, she's the romantic, uh, like, the love planet. And they're like, don't worry, we're, g-. and uh, Mina's like, I don't know, I'm, like, young, and, like, I've never even really had, like, a boyfriend or, like, a partner. I have to like, kiss someone because I've never actually I've never kissed, kissed anybody, anybody, and I don't really want that to be, like, something I do on stage. Like, Also, I have a I've, trunk, and I'm not sure how that works. I'm feeling, I'm feeling all kinds of conflicting feelings about this because, like... Most of the conflicting being anxiety. Yes. I have lots of anxiety about this. And uh, Moon is like, don't worry, we'll find you the perfect partner. Like, we'll cast you someone who is, like, 
like gonna be great and great and right you'll, it, it, you'll be great it'll be a great experience um also Rizita's family shows up with like the million and five kids that they have mm-hmm. in the middle of all, all this their piglets. With, with her husband who's Ron Swanson yes Ron Swanson is <laughs> her like suddenly supportive husband he spent all of last movie being like your dreams are trash you need to come home and you know what I bet <laughs> I bet the first check cleared and he went hmm Okay. I'm suddenly very supportive. Right, right. So, um, they're all there. And she's like, hi, guys, everybody that's here. Kind of looking at her husband like, you were, you had one job. But you were supposed to bring them home. Yeah. I don't have time for this. So, right. like, I, I So, figure it out. Uh, and then we have clips of Johnny not dancing well. Mina meeting her partner, who's a yak. He's a yak. He's got like real swoopy hair, and he is uh, super into himself. He's the douchiest douche bro. Oh yeah, ever. Um, he sh- the way he's introduced is you see a music video of him, like be like he's really got some strong um, Rex Manning energy. Yes, in this. Yes, in this strong, music video, strong Re- Rex Manning vibes, and. And, and then you're watching this video, and then it kind of, like, zooms out, and you realize he's holding the cell phone of himself on the video, showing it to Mina. And she's like, yeah, still never heard of you. <laughs> like, that's nice and stuff. He's like, yeah, I, like, won all kinds of awards. Like, I'm amazing. And she's and like, don't worry. I got this. He like, keeps, then he keeps calling her Gina. He keeps calling her Gina. And she's like, no, that's not my name. My name is Mina. And he's like, whatever, man. It'd be really cool if you never interrupted me again. <laughs> Yeah, like, truly, who boy. So many red flags. So, while this is all going on, Moon's like, hey, Assistant Lizard, um, what's her name? Miss, um... Crawley. Crawley. Miss Crawley. I need you to rent a car and go find Calloway. Mm-hmm. And- right, because, uh, the wolf man is like, hey, uh, when's Calloway coming to set? And he's like, oh, you know, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't think we needed him for the, like, he's a busy man. He's very important. Uh, we didn't, we, you know, we just really needed him for towards the end. Once we have, yeah. we'll you know, him. he doesn't, uh-huh. he doesn't need to see the sets getting built. And also he's such a consummate professional. He doesn't need to rehearse. Right. You know, he'll, like. He'll just show up and nail it. He'll just show up and nail it. And honestly, in his part, he's in, he's in the last five minutes of the show. Yeah. And he could just show up and nail it. <laughs> and he could show up and nail it. So, um, she's driving, uh, she's... This is my favorite part. When she's singing System of a Down. <laughs> she's singing System of a Down Chop Suey. And she's just doing the, like, echoey parts. And so, like, it's... <laughs> so the, it's good. just... It's like... Makeup! Makeup! Table! You wanted to! It's so good. So good. So she like rents a car. She drives up the coast. It's like a freaking Lambo too. Like whatever yeah. it is equivalent. But, like, yeah, it's whatever she rented is like wild. Supercar. Um, and she like somehow got his address. Yeah, she figured it out mm-hmm. through like old interviews and all kinds of stuff. Right, triangulation. Like I don't know. She had like a big like Pepe Silva like <laughs> serial killer map. Yeah, like with the serial serial killer map. Because do all serial killers use red string? Is that like? Part like it's like step one. Should we keep track of who buys red yarn? Yeah, that should be a thing. Um, you need a license to buy red yarn. And then <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, well, then, then Sorry, you, you could need, use green. You need to register to buy red yarn. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but no, she finds it. Uh, she drives up this hill. She stops at this like 
there's like a roadblock. It's like it's like a gated uh, private yeah. and the, drive. Yeah. And then she goes, so she stops at like this roadblock and then has to go in through the gate. And then she trips the traps, which like shoot off fireworks. And then this dude comes out on a Harley with a paintball gun and just lights her up. And she jumps back in her car, throws it in reverse and gets the hell out of there. Crashing said luxury vehicle on the way. Yes. Yes. Also, she loses her eye. Yeah. So she ha- apparently, I didn't know this, has a glass eye. Well, it's be- it's what? So she's got, she's a chameleon or whatever, some mm-hmm. sort of. Some sort of lizardy, bug-eyed shenanigans. One of the ones that famously have the, like, independently orbiting eyes. Yes. And so her her right eye just is always kind of staring off into nowhere, and her left eye is actually doing the work. Right, right. But, like, I never registered, like, oh, she has a fake eye because like those lizards look that way all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was kind of a funny gag, I guess. Right. Like that they I don't know if they just retcon that in there or Yeah, what? it's not bad. It's not bad. So she loses an eye. Uh she's like t- she has the eye that could see, but uh I guess she's, has a paint in it, so it's it's closed. So uh she so she right, she she's pawing around on the floor for her eye. She finds something round, she puts it in her eye socket and it's an apple. Yeah. So Moon is on the phone. He's trying to call Crawley, see where she's at, when um, Crystal the Wolf walks in with his daughter. With his daughter. Uh, Petra? Uh, Portia. 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 Yeah, that seems right. Mm -hmm. And she, is this Sky-Fi? I love Sky-Fi. Right. And she is such a New York kind of valley girl. Jersey Shore. Yeah. She, like, has a very clear 2004 Jersey Shore accent. Um, she's played by Hazley? Sure. Somebody that people know that I don't know. Yeah. Who is who is a singer. Yeah. Oh, you can tell. Like, she's definitely, and she does good work. Like, but mm-hmm. like her character. Right. Is very. Uh, very one dimensional. Very one dimensional. Uh, and so Rizita is up at the top and she's, it's like the big climax scene. She's got to like jump off this like diving board like and into, do aerobatics. Into, well, yeah. She just has to jump into the thing. Like she doesn't have to do, uh, the aerobatics. She's like, I can't do it. And they're like, maybe you just need a break. Let's, let's take five. Um. And Portia runs up and is like, I want to do it. Right. I had a dream. I had a dream that you were, you were here and you were telling me to do the part. Like. And so she jump, puts on the harness and jumps off. Mm-hmm. First off, kudos on that harness maker who had a harness <laughs> that could fit like a four-foot pig and an eight-foot wolf. Right. Right. Like, Good. That's a very adjustable harness. Yeah. And she like swings down and she's like singing Girl on Fire. Right. She's jumping out of the planets and it's like gorgeous and beautiful. And they're like, wow. And graceful. And she gets down to the bottom and she's like, Moon, I had this dream. By the way, you put me in your show. And Mr. Crystal clearly just looks at Moon and is like, yeah, you know. Yeah, you should put her on the show. You should do this. And Moon's like, yeah, I guess we're doing that, and you're Rosita. like, but it's Rosita's part. And they're like, you have to make sacrifices for what's best for the show. Ro- Rosita is scared. And she's never going to be able like, to make this jump. And like, it's stressing her out. Like, You need to find another solution. And here is another solution. So you found it. And also, it would make me very happy. Right. And making me very happy is, is also what keeps your you job. alive. So he's like, Rosita, is it okay if she does this since you can't do the jump? And Rosita's like, yeah, fine. 
totally fine. I'm, I'm never better. Never better. And so the next scene is her crying in the bathroom. Not in the bathtub. Next to the bathtub. Like, she was cleaning the bathtub and crying. Or maybe, like, filling the bathtub for her, like, spawn to get in. And maybe. Like... Maybe. She's not in the bathtub. She's next to the bathtub. But I'm like, that's a cry fail right there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you need to be in the bathtub, If you're going to cry, cry in the tub. In the tub. Then no one can see the tears. Right. Right. It's like crying in the rain. Yes. They all disappear. Like tears in the rain. Mm-hmm. Um, we should do Blade Runner next week. No. Okay. Um, and so this is when Crawley shows up. She's got a wrecked supercar, turns it in. She's like, I filled up the gas tank for you. And the valet is just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, Johnny shows back up and he meets the choreographer. Mm -hmm. And the choreographer is a baboon. Right. And he is. He's very old school. Yeah. He wears a beret. He's very fancy. He has like a certain way of doing things. He is an asshole. He is an asshole. Um, Johnny also is not great. Johnny is not responding well to his criticism. <laughs> yeah, and as he gets, as Johnny gets more and more flustered, he does worse and worse. Right, right. And then he gets more and more flustered. He does worse and worse, and so it's a bad, it's a bad it, cycle. It, for they're, yeah, they're cycling with each other. He ends up like running out, shaking, defeated, and he like throws his skateboard and breaks it. And he's like, oh fuck. So then he goes and buys a new skateboard, and he's coming out of the skate shop. He sees the cat. Yes, there's cat. What's her name? I have no idea. I just called her the cat the whole time. Uh, she is voiced by uh, Black Panther's younger sister. Oh, Nupita Nyong. Yes. No, not no, that one. Yeah, that's um, she. That's the Dora the younger one, Suri. Suri. Yeah. That's who she's voiced by. Okay. FYI. Yeah. So she's a street dancer. Mm-hmm. She's uh dancing to Cardi B and a Bad Bunny J Blavin uh mix of I like it. And like seriously, Cardi Half the words are gone. Cardi B in a kids movie. <laughs> Half the words are just like nope, no, 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 no. There's a lot of record scratches and dead air. There's a lot of there's a lot of just not words where she says words. <laughs> And it made me laugh so hard. And she's like, and Johnny's like, hey, I need your help. Can I take you to lunch? He's like, a little forward, isn't it? And he's like, I mean, I just need your help. I, I swear I'm just a dude trying to make it in this world. I'm trying to learn how to dance. I need all the help I can get. I need a friendly face. And that's when the cops show up and they're like, hey, you got a license to be performed? She's like, yeah, lunch sounds great. So Let's do that lunch. Yeah. And she orders like some ridiculous Sunday. Mm-hmm. And... And he orders, like, a bubbly water or whatever. Yeah, and she's like, how do I know you're legit? And he's like, I swear I'm legit. Trust me. Right. So, like, I'm in this show, and I need your help as a dance coach. And she's like, this is how people get human trafficked. Like... Yeah. <laughs> I need... I mean, it would be technically human trafficking, but right, you, right. you're on the right thread. It'd be snow leopard trafficking. Yeah, which is another thing. It is. An, poaching. It, well, so, well, is it poaching if you if you ship them when they're alive? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's still poaching? Yeah. Okay. You can be poached alive, dead, or just parts. Okay, good to know. Anyway, um, and so he stands up in the middle of this restaurant and just starts belting it out. Right. He's singing, uh, There's Nothing Holding Me Back. There's nothing holding me, man. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm singing. <laughs> and she's like, okay, you're pretty good. So 
Um, well, and like to her credit, she's like, okay, take me to your production studio. Like, yeah. Like, not like, okay, let's meet in your, your apartment like, crappy, in the basement. Yeah, crappy basement apartment. It's like public place where lots of people are. Yeah, still. And so she meets the choreographer, and he is rightly insulted that he is, Johnny has gone behind his back to find another dance coach. Right. And he's like, look, I just want the show to be as good as possible. Like, what we have is not working right now because I don't have the base. Yeah. I don't have the base for your, like, brilliance to push me over the edge. Like, I need... I, I need someone to tell me the base. Right. I need the basics. Yeah. And and he's like, fine, but if you can teach this monkey to dance, or this ape to dance... Yeah. Because he is, he, as a bonobo, he's he's very... Right, 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 right. Or... I don't know what he ones is. ones with the big noses. I don't know what they are. I was Dangerous? like, a, a, probis- a proboscis monkey? monkey? Maybe. I don't know. But he's a monkey because he's mm-hmm. got a tail. He's very... He doesn't call him a monkey. He's very... If you can teach this ape how to dance, I will... In I'll two eat days, my hat. I'll eat my hat. And so that ends. We're back in the studio for Crawley returning, who's covered in paint and, like, shell-shocked. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, pew, pew. I saw him and then pew. Pew, pew. And Moon's like, okay, I gotta go out. <sighs> how am I gonna do this? And as he's debating this, Crystal is doing her scene. She comes out of the spaceship and delivers a line with all the vim and fur of, like, a junior high production of, like, A Christmas Story. Truly someone reading an Excel sheet. Like, it is, it is so bad. So flat. Uh, she's probably a really great actress to be able to deliver this so badly. <laughs> yeah. And so, as he's dealing with this, all of a sudden, he gets summoned up to Crystal's office. Mm-hmm. And what it is is Crystal found out that Calloway's legal team had never heard of Moon or this show. Right, and so, they, they weren't aware that he gave his uh, permission. So you have until next week, or else I'm going to throw you off the roof again. And so Moon's got to go now. Like, he... And also, Guther, he's like, Gunther, while I'm gone, you figure out an end, ending to this show. Um, Crawley, you're in charge until I get there. Don't let production fall behind. Right, and he, yeah, and he's like, Crawley, you got to be tough. You got to be like, you got to be on it. You got to be like really a taskmaster on this. Like it's super important that this show like go on. Mm -hmm. So Moon and Ash head off. Right. And Ash is like, can I go with you? I'm his biggest fan. Like, and I I know all about him. And if you're going to convince him, like you need, you need a super fan like me. Like I know all about how he disappeared 15 years ago and his wife died and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I mean, you're probably right. Honestly, it seems legit. Like get in the car. Like, couldn't use all the help I can get. Right. And so... Plus, they, she doesn't have a part in the play. No. Because she wasn't in the production company. She was like, why did he come and get her? I think she might have a part in the play later. Okay. Like, was part of the plan. But, like, in the in the finale. Like, okay. use Ash in the finale somewhere. Okay. But, like, it's not like she's... But we don't have a finale yet. Ah. So... Okay. Okay. Right. So... They they get, pull up to Callaway's and he just flat out is like repairing a motorcycle. Like, hey man, can you come over? No, come on, just like let us through. And he's no, no, I don't hey, want to talk to anybody. Hey, we can crawl through this fence. Let's just crawl through there. And he's like, don't touch the. And then they get zapped. Right, hard. And they wake up. No, no not later. Yet. Okay. So th- then we go back and Porsche and Porsche and Gunther are trying to like do this like spiraling dancing wire act mm-hmm. from the dive 
and try to do a catch, and they can't do the catch. Um, Mina and the Yak are trying to do their scene. Right, they have zero chemistry. Like, negative chemistry. Like, whatever romance was in the room. Because he's such a douche. Yeah. Um, and so Mina runs out and, like, is panicking. And she is just, like, outside the studio for a minute, still in uniform. And this other elephant walks up to her and he goes, Hello, your majesty. I mean, I guess, maybe? I don't know what's going on here. But, like... You seem queenish to me, so I'm just going to call you your majesty. Would you like an ice cream? And she's like, um, I didn't, I don't have my, he's like, it's cool. It's free ice cream day. Yeah. Surprise you didn't know that. It's free. <laughs> so, free ice cream for goddesses. <laughs> yeah, that's what he called her a goddess, not a queen. It's free ice cream for goddess day. Surprise you didn't know that. So here's one on the house. Right. And she takes it and like. From trunk Slow to trunk. Slow motion. Slow motion, eye to eye, like. The score swells. Everything in the background blows out into like, mm-hmm. like soft focus, right? And like just and it's basically just heart eyes emojis. Oh, a hundred percent. At which point, like they, um, she like panics, throws her ears over her eyes, this turns is around, the cutest. and runs smack into the door and into the glass door, and it shows the reverse, and there's just the splatter. <laughs> ice cream and she just like walks in the door and gets through the door and then like opens her eyes and was like I'm super embarrassed but also totally smitten right right it's like you see kind of the el- the other elephant kind of looking at her like are you okay and then he just kind of smiles and walks away like yes he's like I think I know what just happened but like we're gonna we're just gonna, gonna simmer we're gonna, gonna let it simmer I'm gonna give that some space I'm not gonna draw attention to what just happened there's like my best play here is just to let it let it be. So, um, this is when Moon and Ash wake up inside Callaways. Actually, Ash is already awake. Moon is coming to a little later. It reminded me of like the most dangerous game, like or like um oh the not uh what's the one the Stephen King one with. Uh, the writer misery misery right it's got real it's got real like horror short story vibes <laughs> but like they're fine <laughs> they they have their hands bandaged up because they got shocked mm-hmm. uh and they're like oh, we're in Callaway's house did you talk to him yeah he's totally not in the show like just before you ask that question right and Callaway turns right no and I want you gone by morning okay great and then this is like really jumpy. We're back with Johnny, who's doing a training montage, mm-hmm. and he and the cat are just like doing what they want to do. And then they go back to the like studio, and Johnny just nails the dance. And Cat is like, "Hey, here's, here's your hat. Here's your hat. Looks delicious. Do you Looks, have some hot sauce? Like, like yeah, like I want to see it happen." And the the monkey is just like totally offended and mm-hmm. put out by that. I'm surprised he doesn't quit. I'm surprised too. It, like, like rage quit, and then like make the cat the choreographer. Yeah, like I was waiting for that, but it does. But not it doesn't happen. happen. And uh, then we pop out to Mina, who's in hair and makeup, and her stylist is talking to her. It's like, isn't that like your fourth ice cream? She's like, maybe. And you like see her look out the window at the elephant that's like delivering ice cream cones to like mm-hmm. all the people around the area, and the hairdresser's is like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, I want to talk to him, but then I get nervous, and I don't know what to say, so I just keep ordering more ice cream, because... 
That's like, what you told that's him. A, that's a legitimate reason to talk to him. <laughs> and there goes her again. Mm. It's like, you were fool- fooling zero people, sweetheart. Yeah. But. Like, I'm sure hairdressers in that, like, situation are like, we... We hear it all. Yeah. Like, we, we, we know what's going on here. So then we go back to Calloway. So Moon is trying to talk Calloway into being in the show and how good it is. And Ash is like, just talk to me about your wife. Like, you know. Right. This is all about your wife, isn't it? Like, you disappeared when she died and you wrote, she was the inspiration for a lot of your songs. And I understand how you feel like you lost your muse. And blah, well, blah, she blah, says blah. she was an inspiration for a lot of your songs. You It's all my songs. And she's like, yeah, okay. Like, I see it. You've lost your muse. You've lost your singing voice. Right. Like, you I lost can't... the love of your life. Like, I can't bring any of those things back. He's like, I can't even listen to my music anymore. I haven't heard a song I've written in the last 15 years. And she's like, okay. Well, we'll be going now. And Moon's like, what? He's like, no, just just trust me on this. So they get him out. She gets outside. And she's like, you go ahead. I can't leave him like this. Like, I can't. Right. Like, even if he decides not to be in the show, I need to leave him in a better place. Like, I need to get him help or, like, something. But, like, yeah, this is him, not healthy. him just spiraling in grief for 15 years alone, like, it yep. isn't a good place for him. And so, Moon goes back. And the first run-through is tomorrow. The sets are almost done, so that's encouraging. And the ending's almost written, so that's totally fine for the first run-through tomorrow. I mean, honestly... I've been in I've been less... in lots I've been in lots of theater productions. Almost every time there is like a tech rehearsal that happens a week before the show where you're like Oh dear lord. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> like literally nothing is done. Like this is this is the worst. <laughs> so yeah, so nobody learned their lines. Yeah. I mean like you that one guy knew his lines, but he had two lines and they came in at the wrong time. But like, what? there's al- there's always a point where you're like we're not going to pull this off, and it's it's always very close. <laughs> there's like there's a wall in the background that just says "paint me" <laughs> in green, and you're like, so they just wrote "paint me," but they didn't actually paint it. Yeah, time was a thing. I you know what? I feel like to ADHD kids, like it is like. A squirrels in a bird feeder. Like, you did not mean to set up your theater program to attract ADHD kids, and yet. Here and we yet, are. here we all are. <laughs> so. And we are only motivated by, like, crisis and deadlines. And then we hyper-focus, and we get shit done. Did you, uh, did I ever tell you, like, my favorite theater story from, like, almost someone dying in tech rehearsal? No. So we were doing a production, and I don't remember why it was, but we had a fly in a door. Mm-hmm. It was just the door. Just the door. It bolt. There was another piece of set that rotated, and then we flew down the door. So imagine okay. this yeah. door descending from the head. Right, and then the wall pivots or and The wall pivots. They meet up, and one of the tech crew would throw a hasp to connect the two mm-hmm. to where they, you could open right. the door. Right, so you open the door, and the wall doesn't shake. Doesn't and shimmy and stuff, right? Yeah. And for whatever reason... The counterweights for that door, it was not well communicated that that's where they needed to be. Oh. And so they got it up there, and then some, like, and then, you know, the counterweights were down at the bottom, and Mm -hmm. the door was up high. Yeah. And somebody needed the counterweights for another fly. And they just moved those counterweights? They moved the counterweights. They're like, these counterweights are attached to this rope in the ceiling. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So... 
Then the door Tech fell. rehearsal, they, you know, you got one hand on the rope, mm-hmm. and then you release the chalk. Right. And all of a sudden, there's... It's flying fast. It just went. Yeah. Just absolutely went. And crashes down on the ground. Did not break somehow. Well, that's... Which was amazing. That is, yeah. Did not hit any of the tech crew. (laughs) Right. Didn't hit anybody's toes. It's not like any of those people are wearing, like, steel toes or hard hats. It hit. It banged. And everybody just, like, panicked. And then it fell over and banged again. And everyone's like... Oh, shit. Whoa, what just happened? And then, like, sheepishly, it kind of, like, stood itself back up because they were pulling the rope. And, um, yeah, so that was how someone almost died. Well, I'm glad nobody died. Right. That would be tragic. And then when we came in, so the the weights for this were, like, they, like, slid into, like, around a post. Mm -hmm. And the post had holes in it. Okay. Like, think of, like, a Nautilus machine where you put the key in and you can adjust the weight. Yes. But, like, you just put weights on top of it and there are holes. Right. But you had to slide it up and out. Mm-hmm. So when we came in the next day, there were padlocks through uh, all of the holes. Yeah. They were like, let's lock out, tag out this shit. <laughs> so, like, you could not remove any weights from anything that was locked. Yes. That's actually like, pretty smart. I was like... I. I feel like somebody spent like a hundred bucks really well at a look like the mm-hmm. lumber like hardware store just around the corner, and that probably has saved an innumerable number of toes. Yes, over the years. But anyway, tech anyway, rehearsal being a shit show, I'm gonna say time on a tradition. <laughs> um, also, the show starts and Portia is. The worst. The worst. She's so bad. And Moon she's has... so good at singing and jumping around, and she's so terrible at saying anything. Yeah, saying words like a human. And so he has to give the role back to Rosita and tell Portia she's going to get another get Rosita's role to Portia, which is like some sort of like gummy alien thing that dances and jumps on trampolines. Yeah. Which is cute and fine and all. Uh, and R- Portia, of course, takes it like... Like you're firing me? You nobody likes me. You, you all hate me. You can't fire me. You know who my dad is. And she's like, I'm not going to take this consolation roll. I'm out. Bye. Deuces. And she rage quits off and Moon just looks and goes, I'm one dead koala. Like, he's like, I'm. We are so screwed. We are so fucked. Like, nothing is working out. And it cuts back to Ash. Mm-hmm. And she is sitting on the front porch of Callaway's house with just her guitar. Right. And he is, like, inside the house, like, but just barely inside the house. He's, like, puttering around, like, making himself a cup of tea or something. Right. He told his people to get out. They said they'd get out. And then he's like, I trust them. They'll get out. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he sees, like, I think he sees Moon walking away and Ash walking away. And he might have seen Moon's car driving off or whatever. And then, like, Ash doubles back. And so all of a sudden he's she's playing on his front porch and she's playing stuck in a moment. Mm-hmm. And he hears it and like kind of like stands up and starts kind of looking around his house. And it's the song is all about like not being able to let go and move, and move on. on. Yeah. And like it's not a bad thing. That moment was a bad was not a bad thing. But it was a moment, and you gotta... You gotta keep moving forward. You gotta get yourself together. And 
he's looking around his house at all the like mementos and i'm like oh this is like (laughs) so many so many feels for a child's movie (laughs) wow this is a lot and like he walks towards the front door and as he's he comes around the corner to the front door you see tucked in the closet is a wheelchair Mm -hmm. and i was was the part that was like (gasps) did you see that wheelchair i was like oh my (laughs) like First off, whoever is fucking writing this movie, like, that was an economy of storytelling. Yes, yes. Like, he, like, the whole story of how he lost his wife in, like, maybe a minute. 30 seconds, maybe a minute. And he comes out and, like, looks at Ash and is just, like, like, just silent. Mm Mm-hmm. And so then we're back... In in Las Vegas or whatever, and Crystal's finding out his daughter's fired, and he's like, "Bring me Moon." And as Moon is walking in, Ash calls to say, "Plays in." Right, we got him. We're driving his like, uh, motorcycle. His motorcycle. They both got guitars strapped to their backs. Right. Um, like, like we're gonna do this. It did occur to me, like, it's a good thing he can drive a motorcycle and she rides back because as a porcupine, you don't right, want to very, ride behind that. Very stabby. Very that would stabby. Be, I mean, That's like a real sidecar. You, like, if you're going to two, two porcupines in a motorcycle, like, sidecar. Yeah, that's that's got to be it. Um, and Crystal is, as soon as Moon walks in, Crystal grabs him. And it was like, you fired my daughter. You don't have Callaway. Your show's a wreck. And he's going to throw him off the side. And as he gets ready to throw him, Moon, like, manages to, like, grab onto his wrist. And he's like... He, ko- he koalas his arm. And, yeah, like, he's, just, like, holding like, onto it. He's just holding onto it. And his assistant is like, hey, uh, like, that hot news show needs you for a comment right now. You can kill this guy later. And he's like, don't you know I have stuff to do? And so he just, like, throws Moon in this closet and is like, I'll be back. Mm-hmm. And then I'll kill you. Slams the door, locks it, walks out. And um, he's going to the show when the critic from the f- first thing, mm-hmm. uh, Chelsea Peretti, whoever. Who, yeah, who is voiced by Chelsea Peretti like, perfectly. Like, opens the door and was like, I fucking told you you didn't have what it took. I that you didn't you want this. Yeah. You, didn't, you couldn't do this. I should have been more specific in this will kill you. But, like, you got to go. Like, right. don't look back. Don't. Right, and he's you like, know, he almost killed me. He's like, yeah, and he'll finish the job when he comes back. And, like, you need you need to go and hide. Like, he's he's just going to keep looking for you. Like, Get out of this town. Don't go home. Like, everything you know is lost. You blew it. I'm sorry. But, like, the only way to save you and everyone you love... Is to run. Is to run. And he's like, all right, noted. And then, as Crystal's just about to go on the show... Mm-hmm. Jerry walks in and realizes the closet's open, Moon is gone, the assistant Jerry. Right, right, right. And Crystal goes on the show. And he's like, yeah, that show didn't really work out. But, like, you know, I I only want to bring you the best. Like, I want to try new things, Red, but sometimes... Whatever, uh, Red River City Gorge, whatever you are. Yeah. Uh, like, only the best for you in this city I love. And so, like, sometimes projects have to die to bring you only the best. And everybody's like, oh, that's great, that's great. And so Moon is packing in the the suites, and the door knocks, and he hides in a suitcase and zips himself up. Right, because he thinks it's uh, the... The thugs. The thugs. 
And it's actually just ash and clay. And Clay's like, oh. What the fuck is going on? This is... I finally leave my house in 15 years and you're in a suitcase? Are, Gosh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Man, did I back the wrong, like, back the wrong horse. horse here. And then the door knocks again and Moon goes to hide. But it's actually just the crew who are, like, coming in to be like, what the fuck's what going on? What is going on? And they're like... We should run and hide, and Clay's like, I've been running and hiding for 15 years. It's not all it's cracked up to be. And they're like, yeah, but, like, you're running from emotional damage. We're running from violent thuggery. Right. Like, right. like you, apples and oranges. You have a here. lot of privileges here, sir. Like, you've been running, quote-unquote, in your, like, very nice mansion. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll tell you what. If I owned, say, a couple thousand acres with a nice pond. Right, like in the Napa Valley. Couple million dollars in the bank, and then something bad happened to you. I'd be like, yeah, just I, this is my life now. Right, I'm, just I'm gonna fine. It's never fine. leave the house and just wallow in my pity and drink and just do nothing. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. But like these guys actually have to eat, so maybe they gotta get other plans. Right, and then uh, Moon, he does this in every movie, has like a rousing speech where he's like, guys. We gotta, like, rise up above whatever. The patriarchy. I don't know, man. Uh, the wolfiarchy. <laughs> I don't know. But they're like, yes! Let's do this! Damn the man! Save the empire! Right, and they're like, so, we, we are we are gonna put on the show. We're gonna sneak into the theater. We're gonna put on the show for one night. Everyone's gonna see it and see how amazing it is. Uh, but yeah. first, we have to jump out that window. Why? Because then the... The, they're like, why do we have to jump out? And then the door knocks again. He's like, because those are the thugs. Because, like, everybody I know is here. Gotta right. be peace of I don't know. Go. We gotta go. So, they... so this uh, montage. This uh, chasing montage? This chasing montage is to the song Soyo. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it is so good. Again, this song, this movie should not have gone this hard. Yeah, it's so good. But it, like, at every turn, I'm just like, I'm. What is happening right now is the perfect thing to be happening right now. Right, it's so good. It's so, so they, good. so the, um, the thugs are chasing them around. Uh, I guess in this, um, it's like a, it's like a water park hotel. Yeah. Where, uh. They have a rapid river ride. Yeah, yeah, they have like a rapid river ride and it's like down below, uh, from people's balconies. It's like in a courtyard. Yeah, in a courtyard. So they jump out of the river, the, the window into the river ride. Yeah. And then they somehow end up in the dressing rooms, avoiding security. And when they open the door, there's like a million slow lorises, and they're looking at them like, "Oh, what? There's no one supposed to be here right now." And they're like, "Who are you?" And they're like, "We're the night crew. We clean. We clean." And they're like, "That's great." Uh, Can any of you tap dance? Yeah. How about you stay? Can any of you tap dance? And like one and hand like, to the back. <laughs> one hand, raise their hand. They're like, "Great. How about you teach everybody else?" And then they get Portia back, and they're like, listen, sorry, we had a little miscommunication. She's like, nah, I get it. So there there was the scene where Portia was, like, moping in her room. Yeah. And the dad was like, how you doing? And she was just like, rah, rah. And he's like, kids. Um, but Crawley, showed, Crawley up. showed up in, like, a cherry picker. Like, tall, yeah. with, well, the, with the curtain. It was like, get your ass back to rehearsal! So we skipped over this earlier. When Crawley was in charge, she was basically just running around on this cherry picker with a megaphone, screaming at people. Mm-hmm. But, like, getting shit done. Right. It was like, you have a five-minute break, and, be- and I better see some chemistry! <laughs> like, like, yeah. She was just, like, yelling at people. And so she, like, all of a sudden you see the cherry picker just come up to um, 
Chris or um, Portia's window, and she's like, "Get back!" And like, so get your ass back to rehearsal. And so um, Portia shows up, and Moon's like, "Listen, I do have a part for you. I think it'll right. be great. I did not fire you. I did not fire you. I just have a different part for you. And you have to admit, like." You're, sing- you're a phenomenal singer. You're a phenomenal you're singer. You're a great dancer. And, yeah, acrobatic person. But, like, acting's maybe not for you, you right so now. Let's let's showcase what you're good at and make that work. And so um, Johnny calls his dad, and he's like, hey, dad, I need some protection. And his dad's like, well, I mean, like terms of probation mean we're not really allowed to after the last movie he's like well no, i mean just this one thing just for a friend and a family he's like All right. maybe just show up and like just like be there just be around <laughs> he's like yeah we can do that for you mate. we can be around so he gets the crew together and they come out to be security mm-hmm. and um there's a whole montage of getting ready of people costuming up of like the sets getting finished of like gunther finally turning in the last pages of his script of everything just coming together. Mm-hmm. The lemurs, or lorises, or whatever they are, learning how to dance. Learning how to tap dance. Um, and, all right, it's time. Yes. Rosita, make the call. She's like, okay. And she calls her husband, and is just like, go. Uh-huh. And hangs up. And so, all next thing you see is the buffet, like, there's a giant buffet, and the doors open, or the elevator doors open. Yeah, she's like, release the piglets. <laughs> And they just run into this buffet, and they're just, like, flying around, eating everything, and just making a huge scene. And the dad is literally just, like, walks over, picks up an apple, is just, like, eating this apple, watching the chaos, like, right. not doing a damn right. thing. And all, because that was the whole plan, because all yeah. of the um, security's like, oh, floor, floor seven, we have, like... A big situation. Uh, yeah, we all... All hands on deck. Yeah. My favorite is the one that had gotten into the chocolate fountain and is just like mouth open underneath the cascade going, best day ever. And that, fun fact, is uh, Matthew McConaughey's 11-year-old daughter. (laughs) Good for her. Like, get that word. Chase that paper, honey. Chase that paper. And as this is going on, um, Moon hacks the video screen. Right. And he's like, hey, guys, uh, just so everybody knows, there's going to be a free show down in the movie, the, the, the down theater. Down in the theater. It's for one night only. One night only. Uh, features the triumphant reward, return of uh, Clay Calloway. Right. So. Uh, and it's free. It's free. Ev- but it's one night only. Like, everybody should come and see it. And so everybody comes and sees it. The, yeah. There's like a stampede of, of people. Yeah. I mean, they are animals, so I think that's appropriate. Yes. Johnny's. Family shows up and they're starting to like be ushers and like, mm-hmm. but like huge muscular gorilla ushers right, that but are they, but they in have bunny masks. Suits. They do have bunny masks to hide their identities, I guess. So you think they're just cute bunnies, right? You're like, oh, that's a real big bunny. It's a ginormous bunny. Um, and uh, Johnny's family arrives. Uh, Mina's ice cream guy arrives and takes a seat in the front, right? And she's like, oh, <gasps> oh my gosh. And then they have to go get Crystal, who had been asleep. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the thugs and um, the little sister And run Jerry. In, Jerry run in and they're like, sir, um, something's going on at the theater and the casino and stuff and the hotel. And um, I think they're doing the play. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah. You might want to come check it out. And he, like, jumps out of bed and is apparently nude. Yeah, but he's a wolf. 
So, like... So... But Jerry still screams, like... Yeah. Like... Yeah. I mean, they play real fast and loose with, like, the clothes that animals wear. Who who does and doesn't have pants or shirts. Yes. Yes. So, like, uh, famously, Johnny, the gorilla, just wears a leather jacket. Yeah. And no pants. But right. Rosita, like, wears a whole dress. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, Mina is fully clothed. Mina the elephant is fully clothed. Gunther, I... Gunther was like a full body, like stocking. Yeah, like... he's maybe not <laughs> the best example of this. But yeah, there's a there's a few creatures a, running around without pants. Real, yeah. There's some without shirts. Just depends on. Yeah. I guess maybe your temperament and your species and. Because mm-hmm. I think when he wears a suit, I think he might only wear a suit coat. Maybe. So. But anyway, anyway, everybody screams and it's it's funny because mm-hmm. you know always funny, right? Nakedness is funny. But the show is starting and the theater like literally transforms. The whole proscenium just like folds away. Mm-hmm. A proscenium being the wall, the arch, the arch and like wall that separates the stage from the the fake wall, the fake wall. Um, like it just fades away and there's like a giant video screen and like things flying all over the place and a spaceship landing. And like, it's like the production value of this, uh, this star studded casino, uh, musical is so much. It's a lot. So much. It's a lot. I think they planned on running it for literally decades. So mm-hmm. like put the investment up front and then just continual stream of tourists. Like that's the plan. So, the first planet they land on is the War Planet. Right, that's the one where with Johnny's dance-off. Right, and so the music for this starts. And, of course, it's like this really aggressive, moody, you know, Mars bringer of war. No, it's it's Sky Full of Stars by Coldplay. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting choice. It is. <laughs> and it's just Johnny on piano. Like, it's not even like it's backed up by, like, an aggressive... Right, right. It's, it definitely... It was it's, a choice. It was, it was, and it was like a slow start. And I'm like, okay, sure, man. Sure. Yeah. Let's go in. And while he's playing, Crystal's racing in, in his limo. And so the choreography starts for the actual like fight part. And the right, music does like, step up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's got that like lovely syncopated Coldplay thing. Right. And on. Johnny is supposed to fight uh, like a, Tiger. Yeah. He's a dancer, and it was like the... It was their choreography. Their choreography. But the choreographer with the hat... Yeah. uh, Takes takes over. Takes over and takes the dude's costume. Which... How does that fit? Which... How does that fit? (laughs) Maybe everything is made of, like, super stretchy elastic. I guess. It's like those... Those dresses where you're like, this is a Barbie dress, and then it, like, fits a human. I've never had the experience, for sure. Wild. Uh, but uh, the monkey goes down there and starts fighting, but, like, really aggressively, and Johnny and him are going. And not following the choreography. Like, yeah. So Johnny's, like, following the choreography, and then the choreographer is just, like, dance fighting, because he's the best dance fighter. Right. And he, the choreographer wins and knocks Johnny down. Mm-hmm. And then... And then the street street fighter cat... Uh, is in the audience and she's like, no! And she, like, hits her... Trash can. Trash can. I don't know why she has a trash can. She's sitting on it. It's backstage. Oh, backstage. So she starts banging on her trash can and then, like, everybody starts, like, banging on drums and then the drums, like, whatever. Go into the song and Johnny starts singing again and stands up. 
Right, and then it's a triumphant come from behind. Yeah, and so Johnny starts fighting and just whoops his monkey ass. Right. Uh, the audience is very invested in Johnny winning for no reasons. He sung the song. <laughs> like, it, it, it's so weird. He's Taron Egerton. I mean, he's very, he's a very charming young man, but like, I don't, done more, um, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. In this one. I mean, there's only so much Ellen John in this movie. He did a whole movie of it. <laughs> like the last three years, that's all he did. But, um, I, I feel like the turn was too fast. Yeah, like, I don't know why they... There was, there was not a lot of, like... Yeah, but the audience is into it, right. and Johnny wins, and then, oh, well, we're off this planet. Right, because the, the explorer's not here. Bye. Yeah, and so Crystal's running in uh, it, with his thugs and stopped by the, the gorillas mm-hmm. right as we see his daughter going on stage for the Planet of Joy. Yes, the Planet of Joy. And she is like this little green alien. And she's jumping around and all of, she's got all of these, like, it reminds me of, um, outside of, like, used car salesmen. Oh, the the wiggly arm guys? The wiggly arm guys. Yeah. It's like a bunch of wiggly arm guys. But they're, like, mean. But they're mean. But then she touches them and they're, and they're, like, dark meanness fades and they become, like, bright and happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. What's she singing? What's the song in this one? I don't remember. Uh, Could Have Been Me by the Struts. Sure. And it's all about, like, how you can't tell me what to do and, like, you can't, like, hold me down and stuff like that. Right, and I want to feel all the feelings. And so as her dad ends up getting in uh, past the gorillas, but the the thugs are being just beaten up. And so she, like... There's, I forget the line that it is, but there's this one line where she's like, yeah, fuck you, dad. Right. <laughs> and just like gets up in his face and then runs back on the stage to keep doing her choreography. And I was like, ooh, he felt that. Like, I don't, whoo. There is, I mean, honestly, she didn't seem to hate him, mm-hmm. but now she seems to hate him. Yes. And I, that was also. Before she was like, daddy, money, please. Yes. And, and now she's, now she's, she's like, like, deuce of dad. Fuck you. I yeah. do what I want. I thought lots of fast turns. Lots of unearned uh, mm-hmm. emotional twists. And then she gets back on the stage and like the lemurs come out. Like there's like. Yes. Like, like a like, whole wall of lemurs, lemurs. And they're like bioluminescent somehow. I mean, that's natural. They're just so glowy. Yeah. Their big eyes are so glowy. It's very weird. But they, like, do this whole thing, and they end up, like, making a tower of themselves. A tower of lemurs to support a wolf. Like you do. Sure. Sure, man. And while that's happening, Moon manages to, like, trap Crystal down in, like, a trap door. And it's like a cage. It's like a legit cage. Right. He's like, I had, uh, I, I had my assistant put some, like... Snacks and some pillows down in there. So you'll be comfortable to the end of the, the show. show. And it closes them up, and it's like, all right, fair enough. And now it's time for the the romantic love planet. Yeah. Because so they're like, off. oh, uh, the guy's not here. Time to go. Yeah. Well, no, he's there. The act's there. No, no, no. Uh, on the joy planet. The oh. explorer oh, yeah, they yeah. were Explorer's looking for wasn't the there. Planet, so so it's like, okay, time to bounce. So... They go to the next planet, and they're. She's like, I don't know, man. I just still am not feeling. He's like, you got to find that feeling somewhere. 
And she looks out and she sees her... She sees her ice cream man, man. in the audience. And so she just pretends that the douche bro is him. And so for the rest of the time, his... Uh, it's him. It's the yeah. elephant and it's the elephant's voice. Doing Say a Little Prayer for You mm-hmm. with uh, Mina and... Pharrell. Pharrell. <laughs> like, who, again, not a slouch. Like, no. Turns out that man has some serious chops. We knew this, but, like, yeah. good for him getting so they, in here. So they do it, and they, like, you Say know. Say a little prayer for you. And they do a little kiss, and it's, like, so, so great. great. Yeah, it's super cute. Yes. And then. And then he dissolves back into the yak, and he's like, yes, I'm going to, like, win so many awards for this. <laughs> and Mina's like, oh, gosh. Yeah. And so. And then during the show, she, like, goes out to the edge, like, while they're swapping scenes or whatever, and she, like, waves at Ice Cream Man, and he's like, hey, you were so good. She's like, hey, my name's Mina. He's like, I'm Alfonso. And she's like, you want to, like, hang out after? She's like, that'd be great. Do you have something you should be doing right now? She's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> Super. <laughs> it's it's v, v, v unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> and, um. So now, Last Planet. Yeah, and this was prefaced by, like, Clay opening his guitar, getting ready, and he opens up a little bit, and he looks in the top, and there's, like, a picture of his wife, like, in a guitar case, and he, like, closes it down real quick, and he's like, deep breaths. I can do this. I can can do do this. this. Um, And so there's, like, this huge wormhole. The ship won't make it. And then Rosita's like, but I I will. Yeah. So she's got to jump off this platform. Into, Into the wormhole. And this is the part she couldn't do. Yeah. Before, and she got scared. And she's still freaking out. Mm-hmm. But somehow, like, Crystal... So... Jerry had let Crystal out? Yeah. I don't know if Jerry let Crystal out or if he got out on his own. I think Jerry did. Okay. So Crystal gets out, and he's like, I'm gonna fucking kill him! So he grabs Moon, jumps in an elevator, and takes him up to the top of, like, the service elevator shaft. Mm-hmm. And is like, I'm gonna fucking throw you off of this. I should have done this. Yeah. Two days ago. Two days ago. And throws him... And Rosita sees it, and without thinking... Right. Jumps to dive to catch him. And... And does! And does. And then, like, kind of, like, swings through and leaves him off on another landing, and then does her whole amazing choreography... To jump into the the hole. Yeah. And, like, Gunther's there jumping as well and doing his thing, and they're, like, swinging, like, right over the balconies and, like, dodging in and out of these, like, floating planets. And it's, like... A lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's real Vegas. <laughs> and um, they get through the wormhole, and it's they land on the surface of the planet. It's the last planet. He has to be here. And Clay's got to do it. And like Ash is like, it's time to go on. And I was like, that line. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a thing to say. Yes, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of metaphor. Like, again, this this movie goes hard. Um, but he's like, I'm not ready. And so Ash walks out alone and starts an acoustic version of, like, still having so fun. Like, looking, looking for. for. Just like, like, just acapella, actually. She's not even playing mm-hmm. guitar. And Clay is standing back singing. And the audience starts to sing with her. Yeah. And, like, they show Clay backstage. And over his shoulder, you see, like, his wife walk out like over his shoulder mm-hmm. and like as he looks over she just kind of like she's gone like like she's there and then she's not and he like kind of bucks up and starts strumming the the Qatar 
Right, the electric guitar part cuts in and like, whoa. And he comes out and starts just... The crowd goes nuts, and he starts singing, and, and like... And Ash and Clay have a duet. Yeah. Of still having fun, what I'm looking for. And the the line that got me, I, like, admittedly, I'm like watching this, I'm like, I'm feeling some feels here. <laughs> so many feelings. Like, so many feelings from wow. a cartoon movie, you guys. <laughs> and he leans over, looks at Ash, and he's like, you broke the bonds, lose my chains, carry the cross of my shame, which is, you know, like, first off, they're good lyrics. That is a good lyric good right lyrics. there. Um, but he sings that to Ash in that moment. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, whoa. Like, I'm gonna need a minute. Like, this worked out too well here. Like, that mm-hmm. was good. Um, and the whole place is just going nuts and singing and like Right. Mission accomplished. Mission like, accomplished, everyone feels good. It was amazing. Yeah. They go up for the curtain call, and Crystal's, like, watching it from the sideline, just seething mm-hmm. as they go up, and the crowd's, you know, cheering, and they've taken bows, and he's like, all right, fine. So he, like, grabs a mic, mm-hmm. and he comes out, and he's like, yeah, that's my show. You guys like that? That was great. Yeah, Clay Calloway's here. Like, they're going to be here we're going to do this show every night. This is going to be For awesome. For like 17 years, I'm going to make a million dollars. So glad I could bring this to you. So glad I'm a genius. That's right. all this I talent. love this city. I love this city. I love these guys. And he turns around and they're all gone. Mm-hmm. And everybody just laughs at him. Well, and his big thing is like, how dare you embarrass me? Like, yeah, that was his like uh, major motivation is not to be embarrassed. Yeah. And then he's like arrested. Mm-hmm. Instantly, and I'm like, because uh, did murder maybe because Chelsea Peretti like called the police and was like, "Hey, he's going to try to kill this. He's thing. going to try to kill this koala. He like, tried once and here, just didn't have time. Right. So at least attempted murder, like Tw- two counts, really, because he tried to kill him again on the tower right. in front of everybody. So like now so, you have all these witnesses. Yeah, and so there. The team just gets back on the bus and they're headed home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they play the song "You Saved My Life." Your song saved, saved my, my life. life. Yeah, that's right. But you too. And I was like, I don't. What is this one from? It's new. Yeah, it's new. The first like you two song in like a while is in a child's, child's movie. movie. The mighty have fallen, but you know what? Honestly, they could have done worse. I mean, it's a fine. Song, and all of a sudden, there's a stop a... the bus moment. Yeah. And it's the agent. Uh-huh. And she's like, hey, uh, the Majestic next door wants to buy your show and put it on. So... What do you say? What do you say? Y'all in? And they all kind of look around, and Callaway's like, I'm in. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, all right, cool, then we're in, too. And so then there's, like, musical credits, uh, the Nothing's Holding Me Back song, and... Yeah. Follow the Bouncing Eye from the... Right, from and so, so many incandescent lemurs. So many incandescent lemurs. It's really off-putting. Yes. So, um, so that's the movie. So, what did we learn? Um, there probably will be a uh, Sing Three. You think so? I have my feelings. I mean, Sing Two was good, but like, it has to be a tremendous cost to get all of the all of those musical rights, all and all of that talent. So, I feel like this is the troll situation, and all of that animated crap. 
So probably everybody's taking a minute and waiting mm-hmm. and seeing what Sing Two did to some streaming and right. record sales. Just to get you enough of a bump. Yeah. Um, how how did Joshua Tree's streaming in the eight to sixteen year old demographic <laughs> do? Right after the release. Right after the release, because we have a baseline of how many of them were listening to it before, and it's basically it's that one weird kid. Yeah. The yeah. There's a couple weird kids, but, you know, it's not super popular, but all of a sudden, you know, these kids are coming to middle school and being like, you guys ever heard uh, U2's Joshua Tree? Oh my god, that's my favorite thing, is when, like, youths think they discover things. I love it so much. So the thing is, like... I'm not mad at it. Like, I'm, not I'm not mad. I'm not like gatekeeping. I'm not, I'm I'm just not like, mad at the 12-year-old who was like, have you ever heard of Missy Elliott? And I was like... I'm familiar. I was like, tell me everything. <laughs> like, I yeah. just pretend like I don't. I'm like... Yeah. I was like, ooh, like, yeah. what's good? Yeah. Well, I've done this uh, for our eldest. He's come up with some songs, and he's like, have you heard this one? I'm like, tell me what you like about it. Like, what is what is it about what, this song? Yeah, is it a complicated rhyme scheme? Do you like the rhythm? Has it an amazing yeah. bass line? Like, yeah. So, like, you know, he's he, he you know he's looking listen to Hook by Blues Traveler. He discovered Hook. I'm like, first off, it's it's kind of a terrible song and kind of a great song. It, yeah, it's <laughs> it's somewhere in there. And I'm like, what do you like about this song? And he's like, I like how it kind of comes like the the rhymes come in and out. I'm like, oh, so like. I'm going to do something that kind of hurts, but I'm going to introduce you to Jason Mraz. <laughs> if you like, if you like weird rhyminess. Like, here's, you know, let me, let me play the remedy for you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff out there. The album, you know, Waiting for My Rocket to Come or Mr. A to Z. Mm-hmm. Like, y- you can, you can pick one. Um, You know, he, he did some good work in a while back. Right. And, right. And then sometimes you're like, what do you like about this? He's like, I like that it's just like real epic, like a real vibe. And I was like, oh, are you familiar with Muse? <laughs> like, yes. If you like songs that are, quote, a real vibe, like, let me introduce you to some super massive black hole. Yeah. Like, we, we can crank this to a lot. <laughs> we can do whatever, man. And like, and then you, you know, you, you meet up with certain ones of his friends who are like, listening to like fog hat and you're like <laughs> okay slow ride is a great song cool for the city it's a great cool song for the city yeah it's a great song it is but i'm like you're 11 yeah it's wild uh it's fantastic though keep it up so what did we learn what, what did else did we learn we learn um music is a very universal thing yes like a lot of music applies and there's a song for every situation Mm -hmm. and every species yes um half of them are youtube songs i mean that is this particular movie yeah that's this one is uh we have to do at least three youtube songs four four yeah um streets have no name name. was the first one streets have no name um stuck stuck in in a moment. moment Haven't found what I'm looking for. And then the new one. And then the new one. Okay, yeah, four. So four. So there's that. Um, But, like, also, my gosh, are there some talented people in this film that I did not know were (laughs) talented That you did not know who could sing. Uh, Yeah, so everyone in this uh, cast, as far as I understand, do all of their own uh, voice and singing. Yeah. Uh, So. So, like, Scarlett Johansson is uh, Ash. 
is Ash, yeah. Um, which is great, because there's a moment... We did skip over this. Rosita the pig... Rosita the pig is where there's a spoon. When she does, like, all of her flying wire act, at the end she lands... Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> ...on the stage, and she's in the Black Widow three-point with the hand behind her... It's so funny. Um, ...stage, and I'm like, I feel like Scarlett Johansson saw that happen. It was just like, pa. Well done. So like funny. I, I see, I see you. I see you. Okay, yeah. Let the pig do the the Scarjo move. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, and some of them are obviously, you know, um, who is a Hazley, mm-hmm. Halsley, whoever that is. That is the, Halsley, maybe. Um, that's um, that's Portia. Portia, you know, she got in Feral, who mm-hmm. was the other elephant. Like some of these people were cast as voice actors because... Because of their singing. Their singing ability. But there's a lot of... Uh, t- again, Taron Egerton is a little cheating. He's... Right. I think Scarlett Johansson was like the big talented. surprise. We were like, did she do her own singing? Yeah. Like, it's ha- whoever they got to sing the song sounds just like her, but like good. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, she's just good. Yeah. I was like, huh. I mean, like, she does her own stunts. She does her own singing. Yeah, like, she's, she's very talented. And very talented cool. individual. Good, good for you, Scarlett. Like, chase that paper. <laughs> You're probably underpaid. I'm just going to put that out. Oh there. yeah, a hundred percent. Probably like seventy percent, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, ouch. Yeah, well, ouch. there, but it's probably true. Yeah. Um, and with that, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly. <laughs>